don't know. Well, I bet. Oh, there's a good number of people listening who remember Ralph's Corner Bar, which was uh, the victim of the wrecking ball, and uh, the, the, the bar closed and uh, back in, I think it was 2005. And uh, we're going to talk now with Marcus Krieger, who is a programming director for the Historical and Cultural Society of Clay County. And Marcus, welcome to the Drive Time News Hour. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a, it's a real pleasure to have you. R- give us a little thumbnail sketch of uh, the history of Ralph's Corner Bar in Moorhead. Well, this this exhibit we're the, at the Uncom Center, it, it, it takes Ralph's all the way from when it was built in the 1880s. Uh, in 1890, it became a saloon, and then it kept selling drinks through Moorhead's infamous saloon era. It kept selling drinks through Prohibition, and the day Prohibition ended, it became a bar again, and it kept selling drinks until it was demolished in 2005. Uh, and it was a it was a really unique bar. It was a it was a in some in a lot of ways it was a typical Minnesota neighborhood bar. It was a working class bar, but it was also a college bar and a punk bar. And it was it, it was the um, it was the most important independent music venue between Minneapolis and Missoula um, where, where punk bands would uh, uh, drive, you know, traveling, traveling the country. This is the place where they could uh, uh, play a show that night, get some gas money, get a meal and get a place to sleep for the night before, before moving on. Some, but when, um, I, when I mentioned on uh, Facebook, someone mentioned that the best greasy cheeseburgers in town and you got to watch the bartenders make it. Yeah, yep, yep. Liver and onions, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, famous, uh, uh, famous uh, meals and drinks, and famous bartenders too. Uh, uh, that we're looking at. I mean, I remember there was quite a hue and cry about that old wrecking ball routine too. As a matter of fact, uh, back then. Yeah, there, there, there was a lot of people. There was a grassroots effort of people from all walks of life trying to save Ralph. Nobody, and nobody, it seemed nobody wanted Ralph to be demolished. Um, uh, and uh, but the, the, at the time, uh, the people weren't listening, and uh, the people in charge weren't listening. So why did you choose uh, to feature Ralphs at the Yemkomst? Well, it, this it's a unique bar in the sense that you know the the building was demolished, but the, the the community of people wasn't ever demolished. Rouse has a Facebook following of 1,400 people, even 17 years after it closed. Um, so people still talk about Rouse and it, and it, you know, it, it, you know, it's like a tall tale. It grows bigger every year, maybe too. And so uh, we were approached uh, by some of those regulars and said, Hey, maybe you should do an exhibit about Rouse. And we already knew so much about the history of this historic bar during prohibition during, you know, in the early 1900s, we knew, and we knew all the, a lot about that, but we, so what we did is we, we needed other people's help to uh, fill us in on the, the living history of Ralph. So it was Ralph's like in the seventies and eighties and nineties and two thousand. So we, uh, we, we, we just conducted over, over 40 interviews, formal interviews and uh, hundreds of informal conversations um, getting, uh, getting, getting the story of what Ralph's was like. How long, will, not to mention, how long, will, uh, how long will Ralph's corner bar be open at the Yemcomp center? Uh, almost a year. We close oh. in October. Oh, okay. 
Oh, that's great. And, and what specific items are that are unique to Ralph's will be part of the the display or are part of we the display? Have, we have most of the furniture people have people have baked. We have, and so you can sit in your Ralph's booth again. Um, we have. Um, lots of photographs. Oh, the, uh, if you're interested in music, we have, uh, we have some, some, uh, some guitars from some of the best music, uh, some of the, mo- the most frequent musicians at Ralph's, not, and the posters, the, the, the rock posters, uh, which were themselves works of art. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just music that was, um, uh, that, that was, that was an important to the art to, coming out of Ralph's, but it was the visual arts making posters, MSUM had the best art department at the time and uh, and these and a lot of these art students made posters for their own bands or for the friends band yeah wow you're just giving me goosebumps as has ralph's literal family and extended family the regulars uh, provided you with uh, with those kind of materials yes it's just pouring in some of the uh i'm looking forward to um Seeing a lot of friends today, the friends that we've made through the exhibit, uh, Lloyd Coral. I just want to mention his name. Um, he was playing at Ralph's in the in the 1960s, mid, the mid 1960s. He's 93 years old right now. He just walked through the door before you called, and I'm so excited to show him his photo in the exhibit. <laughs> uh, well, I want to thank you very much for joining us, Marcus Krieger, at the. Uh, He's the programming director of the Historical and Cultural Society of Clay County. And the Ralphs, uh, it, it, it's open today, and, and and it goes through October, right? That's right. At, yep. the, at the MCOM Center. If you're new to town, just look look to the east and look for the MCOM Center on the skyline <laughs> right across the river. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. KFG.